0: This is Tom, Angel Ripper from Sodom, and you are listening to Phantasm Podcast. Have fun. Phantasm. Maximum terror. That's your target audience, baby! Phantasm. And you know
1: something? I sort of enjoyed it. Phantasm.
0: Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Tell
1: the meadow! Tell the meadow! <laughs> hey, this is Dr. Vincent West, medical doctor. I don't have the words for today's guest. I have been a fan of this band most of my life. Um, I'm excited as hell to talk with him today. I hope you guys are going to be excited to listen to this. We've got Tom Angel Ripper from Sodom, uh, the best Teutonic fucking metal band on this goddamn planet. And they're promoting the 40 Years at War, The Greatest Hell of Sodom. And it's coming out October uh, 28. Yep, on Steam Hammer. Great label, great band. Tom, thank you so much for doing this. This is fucking awesome. You're welcome, Mom. Really yeah, appreciate it's this. It's this it's so fucking cool, man. Um, so, real quick, because I've always wanted to ask you this. Let's go all the way back to Sodom's Beginnings. Um, in the Sign of Evil, such an important thing when I picked up on cassette, when I was growing up, I fucking love it. What was it like when you started Sodom? Like, what was for you like the scene and everything? Obviously, you know, there's destruction, there's creator, there's you know, uh, tankard. But yeah, uh, what what was that like for you back then, starting Sodom?
0: That was yeah, that was in eighty two, you know, and. Uh, you know that was you know when we started the band you know we, we were influenced by venom welcome to her you know oh yeah this album came out in, in in 81 i think you know and that was the biggest input you know and then we listened to this album and um and then we came up with it to, to form an own band which is heavier than venom or faster than metallica what there was a slogan this times, you know but, but no it just you know there was a band you know but we we just want to have being together with a band, was a, there was Frank, Aggresso on the guitars. Uh, the first drummer was Bloody Monster, you know, yeah. and the second drummer was Chris Witch you know. We, we never think about doing music, you know, just hanging around in the rehearsal room, drinking some beers, making some noise, you know right and um but, but the thing is that we were the first band in germany who, get, who got the record deal in 84 you know and from that time everything changed you know we have to go to the studio you know, working in a professional studio recording the songs on a on a 24 multi-track tape you know right. which we never had before you know and that was the first time we've been in berlin you know So we were drinking all the time, you know, and uh, that was really chaotic. It's the same as Obsessed by Cruelty, you know. And now when we covered these old songs, you know, it was really funny, you know, because we we tried to keep the spirit of the 80s. But we but, you know, a couple of things on In the of Evil or Obsessed by Cruelty uh, out of timing you know and out of tuning sure but nobody really helps us in the studio we just recorded the shit you know and go ah. home you know uh, but that was really funny you know um so when we decided putting one song from each album you know we recorded the song equinox on our press faculty yes but a couple of weeks ago our guitarist died you know which was a Uwe Uwe christophers and he played the song after the deluge Right. The second version, yes. You know, is recorded twice, but that's a different story, you know. And we took after the deluge for the sample, you know. And so we listened to all the albums and all the demos and choose one song from each album.
1: Was it hard going through and selecting the songs to do this with for this?
0: Yes, because um, no, you know, we we don't want to play all the hits, you know. We don't want to. Cover Agent Orange from Agent Orange, you know. Sure. There were so many other good songs on on these albums, and we look we look for underrated songs, songs we never played live, we never played in this rehearsal room, whatever, you know, uh, which we meant which we mean it's a typical solemn song when we play Jabba the Hutt, you know, from "From Get What You Deserve, you know, and it's a typical solemn song, we, Right, you know, and um, I think my guitarist York is a big solemn fan, or the drummer, Tony, is a big solemn fan, you know, and we decided together, you know, what to do.
1: As far as recording this was... Uh was it something you, is this something you wanted to do more for the anniversary or is this something you've wanted to do for a long time, just revisit these songs?
0: Oh, we, we sometimes we recorded, we recorded a couple of songs, you know, and for the singles, you know. Yes. And I told to my band, you know, this is also to re-record this song, it helps us for, for, for choosing the setlist for the upcoming shows you know what i'm always talking before you know i don't want to play the same setlist all over the years or decades you know i want to change you know right and uh, i re in this song is that working uh, in the studio on the songs so, and you know, it helps us for the next setlist you know sure and i remember the last shows we did we played in denmark we played in austria you know we changed the setlist from show to show which is very important in my opinion you know and um Yes, and that really helps, you know, when we, when we covered Java the Hut or Equinox or other songs, you know, now we are able to perform his live, you know, and um, that is very important, you know, Solomon's a band to play two hours. Why? Right. yeah we have a long set list so we are able we are able to to choose to change a couple of songs you know when we do a festival with 45 minutes we have to do the classics you know there is no song there's no set list without agent orange you know but if you have a solemn show about two hours you know we can choose a couple of underrated songs which the fans really enjoy you know
1: oh sure absolutely um, as and, that, and
0: that recording, the stuff helps, really helps us, you know.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, it's cool, and, and and you get probably some newer listeners that can visit these songs maybe for the first time too.
0: Yes, I know, I know a couple of solemn fans also. Um, you listeners who told me that when they wanna to listen to Solomon they like the original one, you know. Of course. That is what I understand, you know, when i when I listen when I listen to Venom I like the original versions of this, you know. No, but but for the people who are coming into the scene, you know, this this is a sampler, you know, that reflects a little bit what we did all over the forty years, you know. And um, maybe you're gonna buy the original album if you're gonna like the song, you know, whatever, you know. But um um I have to tell you, know, this for me is just a number—the forty years. You know, we, we, ah. I think that the this this anniversary is going in August or September. You know, right. we're looking forward. You know, it's but, um, very. But but the most interesting is in this. I got to show you. Yeah, please. There is a book inside. You know. Oh, cool! And um, we put all the original artworks in it. You no.
1: Know? Oh, that's awesome! So it was
0: high res- high-resolution scans and on the end of the book we have a couple of fan statements, you know, so the fans could write down what they think about Sodom after all the years. They're going to send photos, you know, so I want to give a small platform to the fans, you know. We are limited in the book pages, you know, that's not so big, you know. Um, you know, we just do the music for the fans, you know, we want to give something back after all the years.
1: Well, it's, man, what a ride it's been. Yeah, I... As far as um, the recording process for this, was it was it status quo, or did you do some different stuff this time? As if you were like, if you were going in to record a new album, was it different recor- re-recording these songs? Yeah, it's,
0: I think nowadays if you're gonna record. All the songs digital, you know. That is. Um, sure. It seems that the last, the last studio we recorded in a digital version on a computer, and bring it back to a, a professional studio for making analog mixing, you know. I think that is a big sound difference if you do an analog mix, you know, or a digital mix, you know. And um, so we have a small studio in our rehearsal room. Yes. And we are able to, to record something, you know. And I think the sound on the songs is. It's going back to the 80s, you know, it's not a big, it's not a perfect sound, you know, it's not so technical, you know, but it's a sound that that keeps the spirit and the magic of the old recording times, you know. Awesome. But on the next album, you know, my dream is we are writing for songs for the next album nowadays, you know, and I want to go to a real professional studio. Maybe we go to Berlin. There's a studio called Hansa Studio, and uh-huh. uh, we we wanna work we wanna work again with Harris Jones. Oh, cool! You know, I met him. I met him a couple of months ago, and he's he's so interested in a new solo album, you know. And I wanna have the band recording an album or three weeks or four weeks, being together in the studio, you know, and working on the, the songs, you know, and the sound, you know. Absolutely. On the, I, I need a bigger drum sound, you know. That's what I'm gonna do with the next album, you know. But I don't know when we're gonna bring it out. We need an option from a record company you know maybe in the end of next year something like this you know
1: are you guys not with steam hammer anymore
0: yes we are with steam oh you're still i think this yeah i think but this
1: album will be the last option oh the next
0: album and when we have to talk to them and we have to make you have to make a new contract you know and and we'll we'll see what happens but you have to know the complete solo back catalog you know all the older stuff uh, went from SPV to BMG yeah BMG is a bigger label yeah uh, we also released the m16 last year which was great yeah there was also box set you know uh, we are talking about Obsessed by Cruelty, both versions. We talk about tapping the vein. percussion oh, yeah. um, And for the tapping the vein, re-release, everything's prepared, you know, because the guitarist Andy Brinks, collect everything. We have recordings. Uh, we have the last show with Chris Richunter, you know. We have. Um, we recorded something in Japan, you know, uh, putting, putting everything together for a bigger box set, you know. Sure, sure. So we have so many plans, you know, for the next time, so.
1: As far as... Um, mixing this uh, was this different than doing a like going in and listening to obviously classic songs that you you know yeah. that you wrote. Was it diff Was it difficult going in and getting the mix that's right on these classic tunes?
0: No, no, that was also so difficult. You know, but, um, I see my 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 drummer Tony is a good engineer. You know, oh, yeah. we're sitting together. <laughs> you know, when we when we mix it, you know. You know, it, we always have mix different because I need more bass guitar, you know, because Sodom is a band where the bass guitar is very loud sometimes, yeah. you know, and that we don't have to forget, you know, we put the bass more up, you know, put the drums, the vocals, whatever, you know. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of problems with my ears nowadays. I have a big, teeny toes. you know, um, I have problems hearing some frequencies, you know, so I, I, to, I put my Guitarist and my drummer, you have to take the mix and I put it on my headphone, make it really loud, you know, right. so I can decide if it's good or not, you know.
1: Oh, it sounds if getting older
0: good. If you're getting older, get some obvious problems with ears and all this stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, it's fucking. I mean, I can only imagine as long as you've played <laughs> music. Again. But, uh,
0: but to, yeah, but, but Tony, he did a great job, you know, he's a Solom fan and he knows how to sort solo after sound you know sure with a bigger bass guitar with a bigger drum sound you know it's always different you know
1: <laughs> absolutely absolutely um as far as um was putting this together like tracklist wise was it more difficult than doing say hey you know, Steam Hammer's like, hey, can you, or, or or any label that you've been on, hey, can you, you know, Metal Blade, who, whoever it was throughout the years, hey, can you do this best of record? So this was a lot different than just approaching like a best of record.
0: Yeah, just putting a, a best of record, to, it's, it's nothing special. I don't, I don't want it, you know. Sure, um, sure. I know it's, it's cheaper, you know, you don't have to spend much money, you know. You can, but we, we did a 10 Black Years, you know. That's right. That is a sample, you know, we, we want to give something back, you know, we want to do something special, you know, and um, yes, we, we couldn't do a live album, which was my plan, you know, but um, it, it didn't work out, you know. Um, no, I think that shows the people that the current lineup is still standing behind the old material, you know, that we are, that we're... You know, solo is a band who never really changed, you know, over the years and over the decades, you know, and that's what we want to show the people, you know, we, we cover the songs one by one, you know, we didn't change the arrangement or the lyrics, whatever, you know, we just cover the song one by one as it is, try to keep the spirit, try to keep some magic in the song, you know, and... Um, yeah, that's the result, you know.
1: Yeah, it's killer. Um, I love, I wanted to tell you just as a Sodom fan, I love all the EPs that you've released. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very yeah, cool, man. Awesome. I love that because after the last studio album, it's like, here's some more treats for you. Here's some uh, EPs. I, I love that you did that.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, the, the songs on the EPs are not on the album, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we also have a new EP inside, you know.
1: Okay. really awesome
0: it's not on vinyl you know it's just on a cd It's called 1982 you know that is that's fucking awesome new, yeah that's a brand new song we also recorded a couple of old so, the witchy medals on it or victim of death nice let's fight in the darkness of hell you know that is some special you know into the box set you know i love eps you know i'm a big fan of eps you know if you, if you don't get an option for an album, you know, you can do an EP with three new songs, you know, which are not on the next album, you know. I'm a, also a big fan with different cover styles, you know. Yes. And, uh, we have so many, we started with Ausgebom, Express of Solemi, Sacred Warpers, Out of the Frontline Trench, parties. And We have so many EPs on which I really enjoy, you know.
1: Yeah, oh man, I love that you do that. It's it's fun for me as a fan after all these years to get the new artwork and some new songs, and maybe some classic cuts. Where, you know, just whatever you decide to put on, maybe a B side, anything that's on there, I, I just I just eat it up. I love it. Yeah, um, that keeps the time short. And keeps the time short until the next album. Or oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, as far as are you planning anything for the anniversary? Are You guys planning any kind of shows next year? No. Okay. No, it's, it's gone, you know.
0: No. Um, yeah, we have a couple of shows in the end of December, you know. We have a small uh, European, uh, Germany tour, uh-huh. but it's nothing special, you know. We talk about doing a show with ex-members, you know, up on stage, you know. Time is running so far, it's gone, you know. We, we, we formed in 82 in... September I think, August. It's oh, gone, wow. you know. Forty years and all. We're looking we looking forward for next year of doing a couple of um couple of festivals around, you know. We talking about US America tour, you know, whatever, you know.
1: Yeah. Man. Which a lot
0: of people are waiting outside, you know. We played a Mexico Metal Fest three weeks ago, you know, and there were so many fans from US America. You know, really? And asking me, Hey Tom, you never played in you never played in US America. Do you hate America, whatever, you know. no, we, we, we need to find a serious promoter who gonna help us over and then we go, you know.
1: Absolutely.
0: They, they see the dysfunction is touring around creator, all the other bands, American bands are touring in Germany all the time, you know, and um, yes, we want to go. Yeah, we need some sheets. you know, that is a problem. If we go to America, you know, with a visa, you know, the working sure papers, sheets and all the stuff, you know, I know it, it it's, We spend a lot of money just for the papers, you know. But then we can go, you know. We are free and we can work for one year in U.S. America, you know.
1: That's incredible. Well, I can only imagine with COVID and all that bullshit too, because like, I mean, I got COVID. I guess probably about four months ago. It almost killed me. I mean, oh my god! Oh, dude, it was fucking horrible. And I and you have to realize I'm like a fucking recluse. I don't go around anybody, and somehow I got it. I ended up in the fucking ER with it.
0: Yeah, I got it in the summer. You know, I was, I was really sick for two weeks. You know, I couldn't eat. I couldn't do nothing. You know, just I couldn't. I could smoke cigarettes. That's the only I could do. You know. Right. It was really that was really horrible. You know. And now the rates are growing up again. You know.
1: Oh yeah. It's a different a
0: different style of virus coming coming in you know i don't know i don't know you cannot plan that is a problem you know um when we're gonna plan a bigger tour or a bigger show outside germany whatever you know we have to we have to prepay you have to spend money before we go you know of course we have to we have to we have to rent uh bus or bus or bus we have to spend money for the crew you know they get prepaid you know it's really hard times to plan you know but in my opinion i hope it's gone you know let's let's Doing my job, you know.
1: I wanted to ask you. I've heard for years, um, kind of like a a big tankard Sodom creator destruction tour. Do you think that'll ever come to light? And was is that something you'd actually want to do?
0: I want to do, yeah. but I, I don't know what. It's, I talk to Shmir all the time, you know. I met these guys on a Mexico Metal Fest. There was a big four, you know. Creator played, destruction played, tanker played, Sodom, Also, Gravedigger was there. Also, Hellhammer played there. You
1: know. Nice.
0: Uh, I talked to Schmier. I talked to um, Gareth from Tankard. You know, I didn't talk to Miller. I didn't see him. Yeah. In the backstage, you know, we couldn't talk about it. You know, the pro- I think the problem is, um, in my opinion, creators are getting really big nowadays. You know. Yes. And um, there are not, There, I think there are not more. A part of the big four there was the big one you know well, Right. You described this you know and um i think that another problem is um different booking agencies record companies publishers whatever you know they all follow their own interests you know but if there is a is a promoter outside you know, who want to book all the four bands we are there you know sure and we don't talk about touring we talk about doing a show here doing a. Okay, if we have a weekend where no banners or two, you know, we can go there, we can go there, you know. I think this package is good for six, seven thousand people, maybe more, you know. Um, I don't know. We talk about over years about the shit, you know, and we never find we never find some somebody who gonna help us, you know, who gonna do it, you know. Right. I in my opinion I think Miller he don't want it. You know. He's not re- he's not so interested in doing it. That's my opinion, but I don't know.
1: You know what was weird? I interviewed him, I guess, in either, it was either 2017 or, it was 2017. And he said he wanted to do it then. Because, you want to do it. Oh, yeah. He was all about it, especially if you guys were on board. That was the big one. He's like, if Tom will do it, seriously like there's an interview you can look up our podcast where he's talking about it it's the only interview we did with him and he literally and I was like man that's so fucking because I would love to see it you know just to see oh, yeah, you guys because yeah, well yeah. the, the, to so, me As an American fan, I always preferred the Teutonic stuff over the American stuff. The American thrash stuff to me, because I'm more of a death metal fan. But see, the Teutonic stuff to me, it's like you guys were doing death metal before it was really called that. You know what I mean? And it was like, I think it's so heavily influenced on, because I grew up in Florida, and I think all the early Florida death metal stuff is heavily influenced by Creator, Sodom, Destruction, Tankard. You know, I think, yeah. I think it's very important. Nothing against, you know, Slayer or, you know, whatever else was out there possessed, no. whatever. But, but I'm just saying, I think you all play a bigger role in it than you're given credit for.
0: Yes, I think so too. Yeah, you're right. You are know, I'm a big Slayer fan. Metallica. I'm not more a Metallica fan, you know. It's gone, you know, in my opinion. You know. Sure. Um, but Sodom is on this Big Four Sodom is the only man to never really change, you know. We always been there, you know, we never changed. Um, other bands that change, they, when you go back to the nineties, they change the music, sure. they try to get more commercial, you know. They get dictated by record companies. We never, you know, we just do what we want, you know. But you know, talking about the big four, you know, if there is a promoter who wanna book all the four bands, that is not a problem, you know. But but doing an own tour, you know, or creating something new, or booking a show, booking a tour, you know, that nobody, nobody is responsible for for this sure. doing this. You know, that's that is a problem. You know, I think Schmier is touring all the time. Billy has his own concerts and touring. You know, so time is running so fast. You know, we we have to we have to find some weekends or some weeks. Okay, that is we, we have nothing to do. Let's do a bigger show worldwide we can we can play one show in germany one in america one in south america you know and we'll sort out you know you know my bags are packed at home you know i can go whenever <laughs> i want you know, right that is not a problem you know and uh yeah we'll see but the time is running You know, that's yeah uh, it, and that is getting out of control you know for me i'm gonna make 60 years old next year so right one day the party is over you know
1: yeah well, I. I'd,
0: go anymore, no.
1: You guys have been. I can't tell you just over the years how much your music's meant to me. Like it's it. It's never changed. You guys didn't give a fuck what else was going on, and you're right. You you guys were the one solid true band, and I'm telling you, I think. And I said this when I first started Phantasm, when I started this podcast. I honestly feel that the Teutonic stuff is really the beginnings of death metal. Because if you go, to any of the artists that I've talked with, whether it be, you know, all the different classic death metal bands from New York and then from Florida uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, you're one of their influences, you know? Yeah, I
0: know. We, we you know, nobody was talking about death metal or trash metal in these times, you know? We formed our own... Ju- a style which was called witching metal in these times you know nice and um and later when venom came out also black metal you know the second album you know people talking about black metal battery came out celtic frost came out you know different bands in different countries you know coming out at the same time you know which is really interesting you know but you have to believe me Sodom was one of the first you know 82 you know in germany you know but also Slayer, you know, I'm a big Slayer fan, you know. That's, uh, they'll you know, I know when, when Tom Araya left the stage for forever, you know, yes. that was three years ago, you know. I was really sad, you know, but it's that was his own decision, you know. He, um, I, I saw an interview with Tom Araya. He he told that he never could spend time with his family, with his kiddies, you know, he want more time, spent more time with, with, his, with his wife, you know, and now he's sitting at home relaxing, you know. Yep. And um, that's why I really, I really like to do You know, You know, I saw the last shows with Lemmy from Motorhead, you know, I saw the, I saw the Meduselov and the last show was in Berlin, you know, you know, I don't want to die on stage. You know, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll tell you what's morbid about that, Tom. I saw, my co-host and I actually saw the last, so his last show in America was in Miami. We saw the North Carolina show. So we saw him in North Carolina, and then he played Miami, then he did the tour you're talking about, then he comes back home and he passes away. It's crazy, yeah. and I remember. I remember we were standing outside. My co-host Corey and I. We were standing outside looking at the bus, and they were having to give Lemmy oxygen. Oh my! No. And then, but but you know what? We went and watched him inside, and it was incredible. It was just as incredible as any time I'd ever seen him. So that's something that we share together. That's so cool. I can't believe you got to go. That's awesome. So you actually got to see that final tour. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. About them. You know. That was so sad, you know. That, you know, I, I just went to the motor show as a fan, you know. Sure. There was some guy like, ah, you can get a backstage pass, and I don't want. I pay my, I pay the price. I pay the ticket. What's fifty euros, you know. I went in, get my beers, get my motor shirt. Like in the eighties, you know. That's what awesome. Is, more the first time in eighty or eighty-one something like this, you know. Um, yeah, but you, you know, I don't want to die on stage. You know, I wanna, I wanna. I know the part, sometimes the party's over, the day will come, you know, but not now, you know, I, I never think about it because I'm still healthy, I'm still creative, I want to do this, you know, and um, so that what, what I like it to Tom Roy. he said, no, no more shows, no more touring, you know, gonna relax at home, you know.
1: I mean, I think... Yeah, you-
0: but, I have, but I have so many plans for the next series, you know. The- Good don't I don't care about it you know that's um I want we want to make a new album I want to make more touring you know and um you know I never think about to, for retiring you know sure. but I'm 60 you know maybe I'm 65 it's different you know I don't know
1: Well, you just take it, you know, year to year, you know. I think it's awesome you guys are still putting stuff out. And the thing is, with a lot of bands that stay around, like, you know, they say, oh, they stayed at the party too long. You guys are still kicking ass. It's still every fucking album. The artwork, the production, the fucking songs, everything is still there. And I love that, because you can't say that about a lot of bands.
0: Yes. that's I'm really proud of, you know. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of all the ex-members who are going to, bring all the albums out, you know, there are so many people who work on these projects, you know, but it's, I think it's a result of hardworking men, you know, I'm working every day to right. get the, to keep the band alive, you know, I never have any time, you know, I'm working every day, you know, it's touring, it's writing songs, doing interviews, which I really enjoy, you know, and um, it's never get never gets boring, you know, um, but yeah, that's my profession, that's, I'm living for you know
1: right as far as um stuff for the next album um are you already like tracking stuff are you already working on stuff or some ideas cooking around yeah, or?
0: Yeah. oh yeah i can tell you this will be the heaviest album ever you know
1: <laughs> oh shit that's awesome
0: <laughs> oh yeah that was really you know what what i want to change is um, i want to change the production i told before you know i want to go through a bigger studio a professional studio recording the drums you know um, I don't like the digital drum sounds like nowadays. It sounds like plastic, you know. Yeah. The drums get trigger signals, you know. I want to have a microphone, you know, and I want to get Harris Jones back, you know, for engineering this album. Nice. You know. You know, I I remember bands like Kiss or Crew, you know. If you listen to the old album with a big drum sound, you know, and bigger guitar sound, I don't know. I want to. I wanna put I have to spend more money, I know. You can you can record it in with a computer at home, you know. Yep. I don't want, you know. I wanna I wanna beat the band together in the studio for three weeks or four weeks, however long it takes, you know. And um but believe me, the new songs are kick really ass, you know. Oh, we I have. make normal compromise. It's aggressive, it's the songs are good it doesn't matter if it's black metal or death metal or thrash metal i never mind you know if we're gonna write a good song you know it doesn't matter what kind of music it is Sure. and uh with the new drummer it's the best drummer in germany you know tony merkel is he's got you know on the drums oh yeah he's a perfect solid drummer you know
1: yeah he's a beast um, as far as like the artwork for the 40 year thing, do you always, do you all stick with, have y'all been sticking with the same artist now for a long time?
0: No. Um, this was Eliran Kantor. Okay. And, um, I'm, he's a friend of mine. We also we talk a little something before phone, we chat, you know, and, uh, he did also the cover for War and Pieces.
1: Oh, okay. That was
0: 2006, 2007. I don't oh, remember. that was so good. I don't know. And um, I got a, a the original cover, supposed to be this one, you know. This is, It's a guy from Australia who did it, you know. And now we put it as a poster, you know.
1: Oh, that was the, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, fucking awesome. That that's,
0: that's was my my cover. And the record company said, oh, we don't like it. We have to do another another cover, you know. For the, and I got in contact to Eliran, and to, like, I told him, we need a cover. In two weeks, you know. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> and so okay, you put um the guy on the first album in you know, the Sound of Evil, you know, this X Men, you know, and we put this one and the Heinz Right. Which is a press mania for the first time, you know. Putting together on one cover, you know. And then we got the final product. I'm uh, really satisfied. I really like this, you know.
1: Oh, it's it's fucking incredible. And as far as the art so on the e the last few EPs I bought, so are those artists all different as well? Different, yeah, yeah. yeah. The last two albums was
0: um, um, Joe Petagno. Okay. Wow. Which has got you know Joe Petagno is is the former of Motorhead, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> he did the first Motorhead covers, you know, and um, I know that he don't work for any band, you know. He said um, he Joe always want to have the lyrics, he want to have some. Production, whatever we have, you know, to get into the material, and he's also a solemn fan. That's awesome. I couldn't believe this, you know. And said, Okay, Tom, hey, you are gonna make and the last cover, Genesis 19, also Decision Day, it's a great, great cover artist, you know. But sometimes I want to change, you know, because the same artists always have the same styles, you know, right? And also, I always try to find different, you know. Like when you go back to Andreas Marshall or Kruger, we have so different artists, you know. Uh, it's a different album, so we need we, we a different artwork, you know.
1: Absolutely. I think one of my favorite covers, um, I mean, I was talking about Sign of Evil earlier, but I think one of my favorite covers was the, uh, if I can get this damn thing to work. Sorry, Tom, I'm trying to,
0: there
1: we go. There's my thingy. Okay, sorry. So in The Sign of Evil, I remember buying that on cassette. And I was like, but dude, Obsessed by Cruelty, one of the best covers ever. Really? <laughs> I love that cover. cover's crazy. Yeah. It's completely crazy. It's nuts. But I love Decision Day's cover. I thought that was awesome. I mean, I, every time I get a... That's the other thing I love is getting the artwork. And I love that you've always kept the classic logo. Like you didn't fuck with the logo. It's always just been the Sodom logo. I love it.
0: You know, there are some covers like "Epitome of Torture." It's not my favorite, for example. You know, mm-hmm. it's a bit—it's a little bit too packed. You know, there's too much happen in this cover. You know, and um, uh, my favorite is—I like the better of that. You know, which is fantastic cover. Art. Oh yeah.
1: Um, now, as far as but I, but
0: I but I don't know who's gonna do the next one. You know, I have some couple of couple ideas. You know, some cover artists, some different. You know, uh-huh. and. Uh, the next album must be, must be perfect. The cover, the music, lyrics, everything have fit together. You know, that is very important. When you talk about a cassette, you know, we also have...
1: A oh, tape. that's awesome.
0: Yeah. I think tape's coming back. I don't know why, but uh, people ask you, for, oh, why you never have tapes, you know? Why you bring it all on tape? Right. So, so we got to do it. <laughs>
1: that's fucking awesome. I love it, man. I love... Everything about this and this the the, the uh, 40 years. There's there's such so many great tracks on this, Tom. Um, and kids, you can buy 40 Years at War, The Greatest Hell of Sodom uh, from Steam Hammer on October 28th. Uh, it's fucking killer. You guys have done a, another smash-up job. I'm telling you, man, I love the EPs, too, for what it's worth uh, to you, for me as a fan. I love that you put the EPs in there with the, with the album releases and stuff. I fucking love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I love it, man. I think it's fucking cool. And I love I love buying them cuz it's it's something new to collect too cuz I still buy CDs. I don't do the vinyl stuff. I, I just don't have the room for vinyl. I'm a big comic book collector and I barely have room for the, that shit. So, I still do my CDs. <laughs>
0: um. <laughs> so, I have no, I I don't collect. I you know, I, I sold. I have I had thousands of vinyl records at home. And I give it to my friend you know right i don't need it anymore you know just i don't want to have money for it take it home you know now if you want to now i have to rebuy a couple of solemn stuff you know because i i i want to have every Solomon first press in my archives you know oh nice and the, a couple of them were missing like masquerading blood on vinyl you know and i bought it at or so there was a guy who sold masquerading blood on vinyl i paid two 200 euros for it you okay know? but it was a, what a pretty good condition you know so i have all sort of official sort of albums at home you know that's very important to me to keep keep it in my archives you know oh yeah that's
1: fucking amazing
0: but, but as but you pay a lot of money uh somebody is selling a uh, obsessed by cruelty u.s press at ebay for 800 euros you know
1: jesus
0: Maybe there are some going who are going to buy it, you know, I don't know. But vinyl is coming back, you know, um, and uh, that is good. Yeah, know? yeah. If you remember, like M16 or Cold Red, the yeah. original releases never came up on vinyl, you know, just right. on a CD, because the record companies said uh, vinyl is dead, you know, right. it's too expensive to produce, you know, you, we didn't sell enough of them, you know. It's coming back and it's good.
1: Yeah, it's. I, I think, it, and you're right about the cassette thing, it seems like it's real popular too. It's coming back, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's new, crazy. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Tom, thank you so much for doing this today. I can't, it means the world to me. Thank you so much for doing this. I wanted to do it when we first started seven years ago. It's a real treat to get to talk with you today. This is fucking incredible. I hope we can do it again sometime.
0: Yes, and I hope to see you in America. And you know something? I sort of enjoyed it. ta